Hello! Good day, everyone! This is another episode of Magic the First Pioneers podcast, where we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer. I am your host, Kevin Finkel, joined here with my co-hosts. Hey everybody, it's Ryan, the uh, Cardboard Samurai out of the Tokyo area of Japan, and co-host 3. Yo, what's up? I don't know, I'm one of them, (laughs) but anyway, it's your boy Ashiok here from the great way and um i'm so ready to talk about the the poo poo cards in pioneer that we still are clinging on to <laughs> yes basically, basically. And, and yeah yeah kevin do you want to set this up i mean you had an idea and i had an idea and we kind of those those ideas kind of had a baby i guess um yeah i'm a little bit unsure here because i had an idea and then you sent me a uh an outline for this topic and it doesn't seem to be the same so why don't so, why don't you tell me what we want to talk about well, you and wanna... i'll just do what i always do and just you know stumble through it and maybe make a point here like, you know you know that you can tell me you want to change the outline you know you don't have to just send <laughs> you but um uh so kevin basically wanted to talk about some of the best decks um in pioneer um i get i think you wanted to kind of do a deep dive i'm guessing uh, more you know, so. I kind of thought of it more of as like a forum of like, hey, if somebody asked you what was the best deck of all time in Pioneer, what would you, you know, what would your response be? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was kind of saying it of like, you know, in their current meta, mm-hmm. like what was the best deck or like, you know, if you were to you know, pull them into now, like yeah. if you could play any of the decks that got banned out as they are then, but play them right now, would that be better than the current, you know, would that, how would that stand up to stuff that's, that's good right now? You know, the mono whites, the grease fangs, the red blacks. That sounds like new That was my idea. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, so like Kevin had that idea and I kind of wanted to talk, I mean, I wanted to kind of connect this to one of the uh, things that I wanted to talk about, which was um, kind of cards that are kind of underplayed or that we think people should give a chance. And so like how I connected it is like today, I think we'll talk about, like you said, what were some of the best decks you know, in the Pioneer format. And then, you know, because, like you said, some cards got banned and so those decks maybe died out. And I'm thinking, are there any cards that were once good? Maybe, you know, that, for example, that were in those decks that maybe people should give another chance to, you know. We, we kind of threw a lot of those cards away, or not away, but we threw them under the desk or whatever after uh, those those decks got banned. But maybe it's time to take a look at at uh, those cards one more and see if we can play them in a different way and then for the last point what i wanted to do was just instead of cards that used to see play i wanted to talk about cards that you think are kind of underplayed or that you think people should try to give a chance to you know we have so many cards in the format now and so many things going on it's easy to kind of look over stuff or just kind of how can I say, um, not disrespect it, but just kind of underappreciate, you know, br- brush it off, underappreciate it and stuff. And, and like, I, I think, you know, we should try to get those on people's radars so that maybe, you know, again, maybe we're not going to be able to break them, but maybe somebody else can. So those are the three things I wanted to talk about today. Kind of, could be a short episode. Depends on how much you guys want to talk. So yeah, I'm interested. I love fun. talking. So. <laughs> yeah, you know that, that's the thing is you can give us a million topics and and uh, you know Ashok and I will just talk. So <laughs> we'll always we'll, we'll, we might not not always follow the uh, your guidelines mm-hmm. perfectly, but uh, we're, we we certainly got things to say and we're gonna say them. Yeah. So let's have you start off because you wanted to talk about some of the best decks that were ever in Pioneer, and like you said, talk about the matchup. So let's have you maybe talk about a couple decks maybe that you um, you think were at the top. And how would they match up uh, against today's decks? All right. So 
I can take any deck from any point in time from Pioneer and play it in a tournament against, you know, anybody else's deck. Mm-hmm. I might be sitting down with Winota. Yeah. Interesting. That I think that's going. a hot take. I think that's a genuinely a hot take. I, I think there's definitely some hot take there. You know, I think that we can definitely discuss earlier decks that were more unfair and we can maybe discuss, you know, more recent. Well, that, that was the last thing banned out, wasn't it? it was Winota yeah, um, Phoenix. Has anything been banned since then? Oh, God. I don't think so. That, no, Winota went with Oops, right? Yeah. Was it? Um, yeah. No, Oops was banned out with the uh, the combo stuff, I mm. think. No, not with Inverter. Yeah, it was Inverter, Heliod, no, Kethis, no, and the... those were two different times, my friend. Because really? I played it, yeah, I played, yeah, yeah. I played in a world where it was, um, because that's where we got really good at Pioneer. Was there was no Inverter because it was a uh, Genesis Ultimatum, Niv, mm-hmm. um, Lotus was still popular, uh, and that's when like Teferi Time Raveler it... and such got banned. Right, right, right. Okay, it was Teferi. So yeah, I think it was just Expressive Iteration yeah. and Winota. Yeah, 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 And I think that was the most recent banning. Uh, no, the most recent was probably... Was Luris after I think Luris went Maybe? with everything. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We, 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 we probably should have remembered anyway. this, but... Yeah. Basically, <laughs> part of what my argument here is that mm. Pioneer has really increased in power since its early times. So even if we look back at the you know very beginning of Pioneer... When there was nothing banned, I think that the cards have been added are overall a higher power level than the stuff. Well, I think that's a hot take. I think that's a. I mean, it might be. Yeah, it it might be a hot take. So I'm interested to see. That's my deck. Is I'm going to say, Winota. It you know it's not only a powerful. It's kind of combo. It's very hard to interact with. You know, it's a lot harder to interact with than you'd think. And that might be the deck I would pick up and say that, hey, this might be one of the most powerful decks of all time of Pioneer. If we're talking about competing okay. in like the modern metagame, I'm going to throw this one out there. Old Mono Green Devotion with Leyline of Abundance. I think that yeah. was yeah. like the pinnacle of everything. Because you also had Walking Ballista then. You also had um, oh, oh, Once Upon a Time. You had Once you Upon had, a Time. You yeah, had was really everything. Insane. And that deck was ridiculous. You could have Veil if you wanted. Yeah, you had Veil still. Like, you still had everything. I think that deck would easily be the best deck. Yeah. It's like, if you think stopping the combo is hard now, just wait until you see what it was like with Veil. Well, there, there was no combo. The combo yeah. was turned to Nissa's. That that yeah. was really the um the threat there. And three, well, you still, yeah, you played it? Vivian, yeah. and, like, you still had, like, like a, I, I want to say, like, I'm going to put in, like, big quotations here, like, a Karn board package, but it was just of, like, the Vivian monsters, and, like, you, you, you mm-hmm. also were just able to generate so much mana and then pump it into Leyline of Abundance to then have all of your Llanowar Elves become threats. Like, they would pump up mm-hmm. to, like, five fives pretty quickly. I am glad you went there because I do feel like that was the second deck I thought of is, you know, all the way back at the beginning, it was really one of the very first bands from the ma- It yeah. was the very first band, uh, you know, along with a couple other cards, but a Leyline of Abundance was the card that just seemed completely insane. I do think that deck was very high variance, though. You know, some of that was helped with things like Once Upon a Time, but you still would have either explosive draws or it would be like, I played two ley lines, but I've, you know, they killed my turn one Monodork and I have nothing else. Yeah, like, obviously there was some variance with it, but I mean, like, you, you still had, like, I think the most busted draws I think we may have ever even seen in Pioneer from that deck. Like, turn two Nissa's, mm-hmm. it was like, God, I, I just, I can't even, I, I, my, my brain's really good at blocking out, like, traumatic memories. So like I don't I don't have to think about it too much. Um, other hot takes. Yeah, I can. 
I also think Demir Inverter was also like I think Demir Inverter's yeah. up there. That's yeah, that's very reasonable. Inverter just did a great job of uh, protecting itself and dealing with threats, and then oops, I win. Yeah, it was it was really it was really easy, and like we were getting to a point where like people were so good at the deck that you would just like not stand a chance. Like like it, like mm-hmm. we we reached a I think a, I want to use the word magma opus of like skill. And then it got banned. Thank God. Whew. But like, mm-hmm. it was just, it was like such a powerful, clean deck. And it was a deck that you could really easily master, which I, I don't feel like we have a lot of that in Pioneer right now outside as Ooh, per, okay. as per Lotus, point. I would say. I think Lotus is the only one that I would give the exception to. Um, mm-hmm. But like, we don't have that kind of like, I don't know, like, I think, I think decks nowadays have a lot less of a skill ceiling. Hmm. Than like what inverter would enable. So I'm gonna. I know you guys. You guys are just kind of talking about band decks here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do something totally different, and I'm gonna say the current version of Rakdos is one of the best decks ever in Pioneer. It's been able to adapt to so many meta games and still stay at the top of the game. You know, either you know putting in new. Uh, new disruption or more threats or um how can i say more more uh removal and stuff like that and i think that a lot of those harder decks or i'm sorry a lot of those older decks would have a hard time dealing with what rakdos has become like even though you know they were at the top of their game winota might struggle um you know luris decks might struggle etc maybe even inverter combo would maybe again i don't know it really depends on what we have, you know, available to us now. We have stuff like the what Stone Brain, right? That gets around, gets rid of cards like their combo pieces and stuff like that. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I mean, what do you guys think? Though I think I'm less high on the the Rakados has been like the the only reason that I think personally that Rakados has been like at the top tier of the uh, the meta for so long is because it has been really strong, but the meta hasn't really changed a whole lot within the past. I want to say year mm. or whatever like we've still seen like the same mm-hmm. major archetypes and like I, I i mean like you could technically say this for like mono green and lotus and all the things but i i still think like rakdos has like just been able to adapt to the meta because like the meta hasn't shifted that much i think trying to compete against like mm. cards like converter and similar it would, would face a lot more of a problem i think yeah i mean at first yes i mean and when my in my basically what i'm saying my um my argument is that they adapt very well. Even if you bring these car- these decks back, yes, for the first month or so, wow, it's so good. It's busting everything. And then Rakdos get, all right, I'm going to play this card. And it's just totally going to shut it down or be able to keep it under control. That's fair. I, I, I think the original thing that was posted by Kevin as like the question or anything like that was more so like if you just ported it from then, like let's just say the tournament was, the list mm-hmm. had to have had a top eight, right? And you could play mm-hmm. any list that's ever top eight at a challenge. And so we're we're thinking. Uh, at least this was my interpretation of it. We were thinking of lists that were more so. Yeah, just that's like, kind of what I was thinking. Okay, this is the paste. It, copy and paste it. You know, and and to like switch gears a little bit. What is your guys' take mm-hmm. on like if the Sahili Cat combo deck from like the start, Ooh. the very start, with Oko was ported? That that was the other deck that got banned out. You know, in that very first banning run was that Sahili Cat with Oko. Yeah, with Once Upon a Time, with um, you know. Veil of Summer, some of that nonsense. I think that that one is also definitely, I think, in the conversation. Um, I, I think that you're going to the the place that I was going to go next is 
Um, first, I was going to say that I think Ryan went exactly the right in that. You know, I kind of went somewhere that I thought was a very powerful time in Magic and kind of recent. You went all the way back to the beginning of the format. And then Ryan went, hey, what's the most recent deck that's still winning? And is that the most powerful? So kind of even further than I was going. But the next thing to ask then is what was the best deck at the time of those decks that we were talking about? And sure, Mono Green was maybe just a complete tear on the format. But was the Sahili deck better? Uh, possibly. You know, I think Inverter is definitely the most impactful deck from that time and if we're taking them you know raw against other decks it's probably the deck that other decks would be the least prepared for um but i don't think it was the best win rate deck of its you know yeah. its time yeah in i kind of that statement so so i would say that you know maybe we have to consider if i'm saying winota you'd have to consider phoenix at the same time because it had a great uh winota matchup and was just an insanely yeah. good deck mm. i mean like if we're talking like window like arc like phoenix with um expressive iteration that i think that might even be in like the question is like a hot take like a sneaky little like yeah. phoenix was so dominant for so long with expressive iteration mm-hmm. it was really good yeah it finally took expressive iteration to make treasure cruise bad they got i gotta ban that card but... <laughs> it's like ew you're playing treasure cruise yeah my other my other take is i think i think it mm. might be lotus field as well with underworld breach i think mm. it might Oh, that yeah. I was going I was gonna give a mention to that, and specifically the version I wanted to bring up is that before the companion nerf, we briefly had Lotus Field with Luris and um Underworld Breach, and that was kind of insane. I, to the point where people were still playing it with Luris after the companion nerf. Um to- totally for good reason. Yeah, it was still like the companion nerf didn't really affect any of the formats like that greatly. Like obviously the companions got worse, but not that much worse. Mm-hmm. Um, one more deck I think I'd want to talk about is Soltai with uh, Uro and Krasis and uh, I don't know what else did that deck play. Um, some nasty stuff. Yeah, uh, Soltai <laughs> probably like <laughs> no lands that enter on tap. I feel like that's like the Boomer Jund yeah. of Pioneer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, Soltai hasn't really ever been. I think if you want to go off like the Uro train or like the most powerful Uro deck, I think it might have been Niv. To be like completely honest, like yeah. Niv with Uro and Teferi hmm. at the time, like this was when Inverter, like I think, just got banned. Mm-hmm. And then Claudio's like snaps his fingers, I, and there we go. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's hard for me to say that that's the best Uro and Teferi deck hmm. when I feel like it was um, it was Kethis for me. Ah, uh, Kethis, yeah, yeah, you got bias on that one. Don't even say that. You you know you got bias. <laughs> I definitely have bias on that one, but like that was a great Uro and uh, Teferi deck. Um, you know, also maybe in the mention of Uro decks was Wilderness oh, yeah, Reclamation. The... Yeah, I see. I think Wilderness Reclamation. This is my hot take: is that it was only good because of the absence of other really good decks at the time. Oh, that's a hot take. That's <sighs> I, no, I, I can't, can't agree with that. No. You know, because I'm like, it, I don't think it could stand up to playing against like Inverter Combo or Winota. Winota was Winota was in the same meadow as it. it. It was yeah, but like, but the old Mono Green Devotion. Uh, or Sahili combo. I don't think it could. It's at the same tier. It's still good, but it wasn't like that good. Like as like the Sahili and old school. I kind of green. I feel like when people say that that the deck wasn't that powerful. It'd be. It's just the, the format was kind of weak. But it was in 
Teferi was legal the entire time Wilderness Reclamation was legal. Mm-hmm. Like it, it got banned with Teferi still legal in the format. If Teferi wasn't in the format, it would be way more insane. Plus, all the things have been printed since then. Like mm-hmm. I think people really underestimate how strong that specific yeah. card was. No, and I also think that deck was also really strong in the meta because, like, I think the deck were also haven't mentioned yet that well, like, think has an award or some agency is Oops. It was also in the Oops meta. It was mm. also in the uh, what, what was it? A Genesis Ultimatum meta, and like the the matchups it would have were just insane. And I still think that deck was like really good for its time. Does it? Do I think it compares to a lot of these other decks? No, but like for the it, it played really well against the decks it had to compete against at the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, oops, though. It was just comboing. Oops, I think oops might actually just be the best deck. I'm not gonna lie. Now that I'm thinking about it, might just be oops. <sighs> I have a hard time saying it's oops. Maybe, you know, you could argue that if we were, you know, mixing all these decks together and playing them against each other, I don't think that any of like you know, the current powerful decks would have a good matchup against oops because they're not prepared for it. But I also feel like it never was the best deck in any of its formats just because it was always very hateable. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I don't know if we had all the the hate cards that we did today, though. I mean, we have definitely have more graveyard hate now than we did when oops was running around. i don't know if that's true because at the time we still had we had Leyland of the void i remember that we well, had rest, yeah. in peace, rest in peace but i think the only card yeah. that's like changed or like is like playable for like the for sideboards for that deck is like the stone brain that's really it like because we still had necromentia yeah stone yeah yeah, we yeah i think we've gotten better um single target you know we've gotten the stuff like the the hearse, hearse is also is one yeah. card uh-huh. against some decks but that one wouldn't Anything. really do quite enough against uh yeah against oops it wouldn't mm. really do anything um you know maybe i guess uh i feel like there was no, I, I can only think it's the stone it. like for like that would be relevant mm. against oops that has now been printed only... seems like is okay kind of a tangent here we've been getting a lot of of um graveyard hate cards i don't feel like we've gotten a lot of combo hate cards recently what do you guys think Eh, i i think we haven't got i think we have gotten a lot of graveyard hate cards but i don't think they've been good if i'm being honest so Mm. i don't think it's really mattered i like obviously we don't have a lot of combo hate i think like the most recent or like one of the ones that are like uh pretty good as of recently is like stone brain and i think like the last good one i think we've gotten is like archon of emiria I think that one was like the most solid one that we've gotten recently. So it has been a mm. while that we have gotten like a hate bear. I guess Thalia. Sure, Thalia. Um, yeah. yeah. People kind of like Phyrexian Sensor, but it's not like. But I mean, working. like, what yeah, kind of combo be... hate are you looking for? Well, stuff like in the. I mean, surgical extraction type of, type effects. You know, for example, we had the. It was the blue. Blue. The Demir one with one mana that's like search search their their hand library and graveyard and remove oh, stuff. Oh, uh, extra pay. There maybe it's extra pay. And then there was the double black and one that's like non artifact or maybe maybe there was just I think it was non artifact non land. Yeah. So infinite obliteration. Yeah. That's another um, one. Those yeah. kind of things. Yeah, extra pay is probably good. the effect you're talking about. I, I would, you, know, I don't mind calling that a surgical. Effect yeah, I think, well. uh, I think like, like surgical would like like a card like surgical if you like removed the Phyrexian mana. Like, I guess it's just extra paid at this point. Mm-hmm. But I think cards like that would be really fine in the meta, and I think that is something that would be healthy for it. But however, I think the reason we're not seeing a lot of combo hate is because it's like it, it's really awkward because the combo hate has to hit multiple things. Well, we've only gotten combo hate that hits like one type of thing. And it, like, and the mm-hmm. other thing hasn't been relevant, if that makes sense. Like with Frexian Sensor is a great example. 
it, it, it has one good, really good line of attack, so you can only cast one Frex in each turn. But the secondary hate piece mm-hmm. of, like, them enter- creatures entering tapped is, like, not as relevant anymore. And, like, you aren't able mm-hmm. to play through the hate as well, because Frexians suck. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> so you- huh. You mean the, the yeah, archetype? Yeah, yeah. I, I was high on that deck for like spoiler season, but like it is, it officially sucks. All right. So, are there any other you know these decks you want to talk about, or do you want to move into that next topic that I was uh, talking about with like what what which of these cards from these decks should get another chance in Pioneer? So, any other decks or next topic? What do you guys want to do? Um, I can't really think of any other decks. Uh, I could. I could see making an argument for Greasefang, um, only because it's another deck that metas that aren't in its current format might not be as prepared for. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I'm so somebody says like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna be playing Inverter at this tournament," I'm like, "Good luck against Greasefang. Do you have mm-hmm. the right answers for it?" Yeah, <sighs> I could see that they they didn't have a lot of uh, removal, uh, graveyard removal. Maybe, maybe they were. I don't know. Would they play Leyland? Maybe I don't know. It's kind of one of those, like, you know, second level, you know, if, if you know that people are going to be planning for this, uh, it, it would be a deck that attacks in a slightly different way that, you know, you have to have some, the right kind of answers to answer Grease Fang. You know, it, it does attack at instant speed, sort of, you know, it has some hand hate. Um, you, you've got to have a couple of answers that are correct for it. And mm-hmm. we've got a few of those in the current format, but if we didn't have those, you know, some of those older decks could be taken off guard. Okay, mm-hmm. I have an idea, and I think I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to need some help. What was the deck that got Nexus of sure. Fate banned? Because I feel like the Wilderness Reclamation deck that it was... <laughs> it was Wilderness. Yeah, was it was busted. It wasn't really anything. It was... I mean, it was Wilderness Rec, but it what kind of wasn't really anything. It was kind of just that people didn't like playing Oh, people were lame. Oh, that's so yeah. unfun. Because, uh, like, around the start of Pioneer, I'm going to be honest, I was not a competitive player. I was still playing Commander. I know. I have forgiven my sins, and I have moved on. However... Um, I just didn't understand Pioneer at the time. So a lot of these early, early decks, I don't overly remember. Minus Mono Green. Mono Green, I remember because that was the deck that got me into Pioneer. Yeah, I, I blame I blame Harry for getting uh, that card banned because he 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 was the master. He took he he actually owned the MTGO format at that time. <laughs> <laughs> Wilderness Reclamation. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. We, we love Harry. Harry 13. Yeah, shout out to Harry 13. And Harry MTG. Both the Harrys from Britain. Yeah. Uh, but I'm down to move on. Um, yeah, is it okay, Kevin? Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I'm down to move on. Yeah, so, again, we had all these great decks. Stuff got banned. People forgot about a lot of these cards. And that's the next topic that I wanted to talk about is... Are there any cards that were once good, you know, in any of these older formats that, you know, people kind of forgot about? Like, what, what cards do you think deserve another chance in Pioneer? So, for example, Oops, uh, All Spells, you know, was uh, a good good deck. It got, um, how can I say, it got banned out. And then we forgot about cards like Prized Amalgam. Um, I, I would say there's a lot of ways to put stuff into the graveyard and stuff to get back. I've seen this you know, uh, show up on, on like Explorer and stuff from time to time. Uh, I think 
you know, Prize Mog would be uh, a good card for people to to start working with or playing with again. Maybe seeing if uh, they could find some uh, ways to get it back yeah, into play. Yeah, a lot of these cards I want to talk about here are cards that, again, were in good decks that ended up getting banned out. However, they're missing some mm-hmm. sort of, like, enabler to make them busted, right? So, like, these are, like, like Prize Amalgam is a great example. I think the reason that we don't see a good Prize Amalgam deck right now is because I, mm-hmm. a the other pri- uh, the other um, graveyard decks are a lot better, and b it really sucks to draw prized amalgam. Like it really sucks, and you don't mm-hmm. have a good way to get rid of it. See, I think we do have a lot of ways to get rid of stuff now to discard and put stuff into your your graveyard. And you got Liliana the Veil. Um, it might be maybe not going to be a, the combo piece that it was before, but it could definitely be a mid range piece. But then we're doing mid range things with Prize Amalgam, and that's just not what like Prize Amalgam is like. It's supposed to be doing Prize Amalgam. Supposed to be busted and it's supposed to make your opponent yeah. cry and never want to play Pioneer again. Yeah, I mean we got Surveil and stuff. Surveil's the thing. We just don't uh, have like mass Surveil. That's my problem. We got- we got Narcomoeba. I mean, we have a lot of the, a lot of those things. The um, creeping chill. A lot of that stuff is still yeah. there. You put stuff into the graveyard from the top of your library, and it's gonna hit. I think people were playing with like the new Jace, the the minus X and nil three times the amount yeah. or whatever. It's just so slow. It's real slow. Like I think you can win game one real easy, but then a lot of these cards kind of just like suck game mm-hmm. two. Okay. That's my issue with the cards like Prize right, well, Amalgam. But anyway, other other cards that would be like really good, I think. Yeah. I think we're we're due for another Mox Amber deck to be busted. Because I think it's been a while. And I'm gonna be honest. I don't think the Rona deck is very Rona. good. I don't think it's very no. good. I think the last good example we've seen of it yeah. is I think it honestly might be like Kethis. I think that might have genuinely been the last time we've seen a good mm-hmm. Mox Opal or a Mox Amber deck. And kind of the only time that I think we've seen it, you know, that was really good at the beginning of the format, and then it got banned out. People kind of forgot about it because Oath of Nissa wasn't around. Mm-hmm. Um, it started to get good again, and then we got an unbanning of Oath of Nissa, and people really picked it up. So you guys are saying Mox Amber yeah. is the card that you think needs another? I, I, I see. I can't agree because I think it already <laughs> has. I think it's in Bard class. Oh. You know, I play it all the time. Ah, uh, yes, Bard class. Bard class has made Mox Amber broken. My bad. Yeah. My bad. I forgot Bard class exists. It is. It is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I, I agree. I mean, I, I can also kind of agree. I see what you're saying, I should say. Yeah. And um, I like to see it get more play. We're, we're getting close. It, it's really funny. You know, it bothers me sometimes that we're, you know, we're seeing so many more legendaries printed nowadays. And there's not many payoffs for like, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I'm playing a humans deck and I've got six different legendaries in my deck. What's the payoff for that? And it's kind of just like, oh, you know, there, there really isn't anything. Yeah, like... Mm-hmm. It's one of those funny things where there's just no payoff for something that you and are making a deck building. I think, I, around, and I of. think that's because Magic's been releasing sets as extra packs of of cards for EDH players and not for competitive players. Because you would have those payoffs in, how can I say, in in constructed. You know, if if it really did matter that you had you know all these legendaries, and they're just no, we're just making these so people have more commanders. Unlimited, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I not going to matter in limited. We also haven't seen, like, I don't think we've ever seen a fair Mox Amber deck, which I think is, like, I don't think how it's supposed to be. But I think that would also be really mm-hmm. exciting. But, however, I, I like, it's just, like, it, the card just has such a broken potential. And, like, it should really be mm-hmm. used in, like, some combo as shell. Yeah, zero. but, like, we just, I think maybe, yeah, no, like, Jeskai Sanity didn't really touch it. Like, it did sometimes, but, like, not really. Um, 
and you didn't really ever see it out of like um anything but Kefas. I think Kefas might have been the good one. And I think my other hot take for this topic, mm-hmm. if you guys are ready, I think the Delve yeah. spells suck right now. Mm. <laughs> I genuinely okay. do. I think this is the worst we've ever seen Treasure Cruise or Dig Through Time. And I think we got to think about these cards and we got to give them another chance and other broken shells. Because I think those are pillars of the format mm. that mm. genuinely suck right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I could agree with that. That seems fair. Yeah, people are playing, like, especially like Controls is playing the Deluge, Memory yeah. Deluge, and... Maybe only. I'll, I'll tell you. I pl- I've played Blue White Mirror, and I had Deluge, and my opponent had Dig Through Time, and my opponent just felt like the biggest dog because of it. Like that. That just is. It's heartbreaking when it's like I'm going to draw two, and then I'm going to draw two more, and your opponent is like, I'm going to get two cards from the top seven. It's mm. just like a whole world yeah. of difference. Yeah, well, you're only paying two mana for the for the seven. While you're, sorry, he's only paying two mana for the seven. While you're paying the full seven. Yeah, my opponent. Yeah, but it's a blue, it's a blue yeah. white mirror. You know, the mana ah, doesn't matter. I mean, it matters sometimes, but not that speaking, often. I agree. Speaking of control, why did control decks stop using approach of the second sun to win games that quickly? Bad. Why do we have to like grind out? It's is so it bad? bad. It is awful. Honestly, I yeah. like cards like Hall of the Storm Giant have just kind of like made it so control doesn't have to play like. I'm gonna put this in big quotations. Real win cons. Mm-hmm. And like, mm. like it, I don't know if you ever saw like old lists of like old blue white control in like modern, and you'd see like the only way they had to like consistently kill was like Snapcaster, Lightning Helix, and Colonnade. And like in this control mm. deck, we yeah. have if you ultimate a fairy, you probably won, but like it's not technically lethal. Mm-hmm. Um, but you would have like Wandering Emperor and Castle Arden Vale, and now you have a lethal threat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I could see. You know, we do also have Shark Typhoon. I think Shark Typhoon has yeah. to be in that conversation for also knocking it out of there. Yeah. Well, I, I also don't think Shark Typhoon sees playing blue white anymore. I could be wrong, but like in main deck. Yeah, I mean, you know, like as a yeah, one. I think maybe. it's pretty rare to see nowadays because like the card can be really awkward. Okay. Hmm. Um. Anybody? I have a couple other cards. If you it. guys want to hear them? I've got a handful of miscellaneous yeah, ones. You, yeah. You can go what, next. what do you got? Oh yeah, I haven't really given one. So okay, I've got I've got one that um definitely came to mind when I was talking about this topic, and Return to the Ranks is a card that really hmm. really good. Like I think that card is better even than Rally of the Ancestors, really? and I'm kind of waiting for a deck to show up with it again because it seems like we've got decks that have a lot of two drop and smaller creatures that are good. We just need something that also is putting cards in the graveyard easily. Mm. yeah so you said return to the ranks and then i thought you were dumb but then i started thinking about it and i'm like wait that card's actually kind of busted i remember how broken it was and like i forget what format it was i think it was like the the aristocrats in con standard i think it was or something like that it just gave me it Maybe. gave me like the flashbacks to how broken it was back then so like yeah no definitely i think i think the closest we've ever been is like the orzov aristocrats deck but I think I think the deck just needs like another Stitcher Supplier type effect, like you said. And I think we're just like we're in mm. business. Yeah. Oh, that's another one that used to be good that people don't play anymore. I think a Stitcher Supplier. Yeah, I think that card got outclassed. Oh. Yeah. If we're talking that, we probably have to say Red Heart oh, Archivist as well. Oh, yeah. I'm liking this conversation a lot more now. <laughs> oh yeah, I miss that card. Um, we need Luris, right? No, that's, no, that's no, I'm, no, I'm not enjoying I mean, it anymore. Could it, 
It, it's not. Yeah, it's not that it needs Luris. It's you know. Hey, okay. How about if um if Fable went away? Do you think that there would be more reason to try out a Dreadhorn no. in his deck again? I I think the fact yeah. that the the best deck in the format right now is uh killing really good at killing creatures and all of the other decks in the mm-hmm. format yes, that's, that's uh, don't really care about a 1-3 occurring value sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of shell you're talking about with Dryad or, or Dread Horrorcanist here. If we're talking about, like, throwing it back in Heroic, I think that's just, like, I think it's gone outclassed in Heroic very easily. And if we're talking about a fair so, plan mm-hmm. by, like, getting back Thoughtseize, I also don't think that matters. Yeah, I think that's a good point about um, the other decks not caring about it, is that deck always had the issue in that its clock was very, very slow mm. when it didn't have Kroxa. Yeah. Um, you know, when it had Kroxa, it could end the game pretty quickly, but when you don't have Kroxa, you're doing like one, two damage at a time, and that, that and added up very slowly. I think that deck ended up kind of going two ways. You have the 8PZ, um, you know, Pyromancer deck in blue, blue-red, and then we had the uh, blue-black-red uh, Sacrifice deck. I think like pieces of those decks just kind of went separate ways. You know, it, they, I don't even say, I wouldn't even call it an evolution. I don't know. Adaptation, whatever, you know. So I don't know if we can actually go back to that deck anymore. Yeah. No, I don't, I think, I think sadly, Dreadheart Arcanist is one of those cards that have just kind of been passed on with time. Hmm. Yeah. All right. You got another hot one there, Mr. Mr. Ryan. Uh, yeah, you know, how about Hydroid Crisis? We were talking about the uh, Uro decks. Um, we don't have these big ramp decks anymore. It draws you a lot of cards. It gains you life. Is there a Sultai mid-range deck out there that we could play? Like, other than, I don't know, the Emergent Ultimatum, you know, Lotus Field. I sadly don't think we'll see that card see play again. Because of the cards. Uh, maybe, I'm not going to say never, because... Man, Hydro Crisis saw very minor play in Amulet Titan and Modern for a bit, and that shocked me. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe it's not never, but I think that card just has a other few problems that it just sadly might not ever see the day of play. Even though I agree with you, I think that card should see more play. It's just so sad that it won't ever. Yeah, I remember just being absolutely, you know, backbreaking when they played it in the Sultai versions. Yeah. Okay. Um, any other cards? I have a couple. I've kind of got a. Uh, I've got a big group of I've cards. I've got two. Mm-hmm. Uh, planeswalkers. I think planeswalkers in general, like, are just not seeing play. Uh, you know, we've got mono green, and I, it, it almost feels like that deck's gotten away from being a planeswalker deck. Like mm-hmm. at one point, it was a Vivian Nissa deck, and now it's you know it's just a Karn deck. Like it has Karn, and that's and maybe Kiora, but Kiora's just like a monodork. Mm-hmm. Karn is just a wish spell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't really care about it afterwards. It It's not really a Planeswalkers deck for me so much anymore, as much as it is, you know, the Cavalier and the Storm of the Festival kind of deck. And, like, other colors just really aren't playing much in Planeswalkers. I... You know, even the blue-white decks, mm. the control decks have kind of gotten away from them. We haven't seen just, like, a mid-rangey Planeswalker deck. We don't see a lot of, you know, Chandra decks anymore. I was going to say that. I think Planeswalkers that. in general, they're all just, like, in a really bad place, and I'm not sure what would fix it. I had actually considered putting Chandra Torture Defiance on this list, because it used to be, like, everywhere. It used to be in everybody's yeah. sideboard. Some people played it in main, and it's, like, not anymore. Yeah, no, like, Chandra Awaken Inferno. Um, there's, there's, like, plenty of other ones that just used to see so much play that we just don't see anymore. Like, Narset, Parter Avails, mm-hmm. Narset. Did the creatures Narset just get better? I mean, I for honest, for I mean, it used to see some play in Rakdos, and I think it's because of Fable. Fable gives you though that card at filtration; it gives you, 
you know, extra extra lands. It gives you a, a threat and stuff like that. Maybe it doesn't give you removal, but you have so much removal already. Really, doesn't matter. And I think that kind of you know took the place of 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 her because even the mana that you would get from from Chandra, you can get that from the token if it's six yeah. Hundred. I think also the the thing is is I, I I think it might not just be like even a fable problem. I think it's just a saga problem in general where we've seen sagas mm-hmm. sagas can't get attacked right, and so like planeswalkers mm-hmm. and sagas kind of fill similar roles, and while sagas can't get attacked, so they're just better. I mean, that being said, though, because nobody's playing Planeswalkers now, is there a lot less Planeswalker hate? We have tons of... I don't ever, tons of I don't ever think there was. They've made it a little more flexible. You know, there's, like, the Shoulders Edict. There's mm. the, um, you know, we still see some Dreadbore. Like, both of those are showing up. Mm-hmm. I, uh, You know, any of the white decks that have uh, Leyland Binding. Yeah, I, uh, mm. I played a League recently, and I think I saw Gideon Tribal. I played against that deck. And it, but oh, but it was running oh. the new card, the one that we skipped over in one of our uh, episodes or whatever. Uh, the no, whatever? it was an aftermath. Uh, de- yeah, I was gonna say I, I call that card defecation because I can't say it properly. Uh, be- that that entire thing, and you would like play a Gideon of the Trials, and you would try to like lock out your opponent with both of those cards. And I, that mm. was isn't it like cat? It, it, it's very similar to the nine lives Solemnity Lock. Yeah. yeah but like yeah That's no i like I, and i remember thinking to myself while playing against it i'm just like i have not seen like these cards in forever and it made me like go on mm. this thought train like i think this was like a week ago so yeah i can i totally mm-hmm. agree with like planeswalkers they, they need to be better like i think we just haven't mm. i think we haven't had a, a teferi time raveler in oko in a while the only one that we have that like the only two yeah. i think playable planeswalkers right now are wandering emperor and karn like those are the two real good ones. Yeah, kind of. Um, I have one more card that I kind of want to talk about, and I I can probably answered my 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 own question myself afterwards, and that's Scarab God. I'm wondering why people aren't playing it, and I'm gonna say it's because everyone's playing combo, and there's no creatures in graveyards anymore. Uh, I think it's because the meta is really diverse, and it's only because it's really good against those creature decks. Like I was someone that played Ignatic for a while, and then Scarab God was in the mm-hmm. deck for a while, and then it kind of got outclassed by Kenrith a little bit because Kenrith is also just like better than Scarab God, kind of. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's a little bit less resilient to like hate or like or, sorry removal, but I mean like it still filled like a mm-hmm. very similar role. So I think it's like the uptick in Kenrith being more powerful with. Scarab God being more colors and it being like slightly worse like that and I I don't know it just it's kind of gone like again out out um outscaled is what I want to say okay but uh, you got anything else I got Kevin? two still or, I got two hot ones uh, yeah. Bolas Citadel I feel like that card has not mm. seen the daylight and Pioneer in a minute and it used to be the Jun Sack deck that used to play that card all the time. We saw it in, I think it was the uh, the Explore deck or whatever, where you would have Wild Growth mm-hmm. Rocker and go nuts. Like that that card does broken things very quickly, and I think it, we haven't seen it in a while. Maybe time to take a look at that again. Uh, the other one, I think that kind of it, it has the problem as well of being outclassed. But I mean, like this is going to be my love letter to it is Murderous Rider. That's all. Mm. I just. Hmm. Mana Black's yeah, it plays right? like two, 
but I mean, like, it doesn't play enough for me to get uh, get my fancies tickled or whatever. Hmm. Like, yeah. Ke- Kevin, any other cards you think were once good that need another chance in Pioneer? Uh, yeah, those are most of the ones I most want to talk about, I think. You know, Carry Added has, was kind of picks up on my list. Like, I feel like we haven't had a good Carry Added mm-hmm. deck in a while, and I feel like Turn 2 Carry Added was kind of a format staple for a little while. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I miss... And I think Carry Added was not only good because it's, it, it helped you, like, uh, smooth out your mana, but also because when we had a lot of creature decks, um, it could block very well, and also... Uh, how could I say it couldn't be hit by removal? So you know all your your stomps and your fatal pushes meant nothing to it. But we kind of gotten away from that. So I think you know it's not as necessary to have that that blocker that zero three blocker with hexproof anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Um. Anyways, so that last part. Let's move on to the last part. If that's okay with you guys kind of go together you know these cards we just talked about were cards that were good before that did see play before that we we wanted to see get another chance this last question i want to ask is cards that are just kind of underplayed or maybe they just need to get a chance to play them in pioneer so maybe they were good in standard but they never got played in pioneer for example or you know maybe just like stats wise or looks wise uh you know i think you know, for example, I've seen some people playing Voice of Resurgence again in like the uh, like Green White Hate Bears deck that we talked about uh, yeah. last week, I think, in the meta update. So, so s- stuff like that. You know, they never really saw play in any previous decks. Now they're back. Um, and and I'll start us all. I'll give you an example. Uh, Aetherworks Marvel. I think Aetherworks Marvel. Yeah, it's a one-trick pony with the. Uh, the um, energy you have to use a set amount of stuff, but they that core was really good, and I think it just comes down to maybe creating some more hits. And this kind of goes along with another card that I think needs to see or deserves a uh, a chance to get play again in Pioneer, and that's Ulamog, the Ceaseless Hunger. We don't have an Ulamog yeah. deck in Pioneer, and that's just like crazy to me. So you know something with Aetherworks and Ulamog, something putting in a ten ten. There's lots of other stupid creatures we can probably put into play now with it, and I think it just needs a, maybe a little bit more of optimizing, you know, to, to make it so that your hits are a little bit better when you spin the Aetherworks Marvel uh, slot machine. I think I think the problem is is that I think I think you're gonna be, look back on this episode in. Let me just check. Uh, I think it's like eight months or something like that mm. when the new Kaladesh set gets mm-hmm. released and we get more energy cards. I think that's when people need to yeah. re-listen to this part of the episode of reminding about Aetherworks. Yeah. I hope they get more energy stuff. Yeah, I would be really sick. Um, but I think uh, I think cards that are underplayed or like have... I think Fable Passage is the biggest one for me. I think yeah. that sees a criminally uh, low amount of play in Pioneer. Only an Omnath. It barely right? even an Omnath. Like, I use it in my five-color Atraxa deck because I already have to play a lot of planes because, like, Birth of Miletus. So I, like, was like, yeah, you know what? This basic mm-hmm. mana base can also work. And, like, it's just been so mm-hmm. clean every time. It's been so nice. And I don't understand mm-hmm. why more people don't try to adapt to it or, like, play it. And, like, that kind of also goes hand-in-hand with my next one that I was also going to say. It was Field of Ruin and Demolition Field. I feel like those cards need to see a lot mm, more play yeah. in Pioneer. Yeah, I mean, I think Field Rune did see some play at one point. What what was it destroying back in the day? Remember. It's like people had to had to have it. No idea. But, okay, Kevin, how about you? 
any any other cards you think deserve a chance that haven't really ever seen play? God, Pharaoh's gift. Oh my god! <laughs> That's, you know, oh always my, my answer. God. I think that was on my list. Is on my list. <laughs> That's oh, so it's funny. on your list. You know, I think um, some of the Eldrazi. I, I am surprised they've never really found any home. Uh, you know, along with that Ghostfire Blade, I think that some of those like colorless mm-hmm. and artifact cards um, are kind of just like not really finding a home anywhere. I've always got you know cards here and there that I'm happy to brew with, but I don't think I have anything that I'm like, I can't believe this card isn't seeing play. Mm. Um, you know, dragons, maybe I, I'm also thinking about, but like, I just got a lot of like ones and twos here and there. I didn't have anything strong for this. Topic, right, I, I good thing think. I got a bit mm-hmm. to carry with. Marvel was on my, I got my a bit list of too, stuff though, to carry so. with. If you want to actually, you know what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah. Hot. I think this one kind of goes in like a package and like, maybe it was a little bit more relevant. Like the old one or the old, to- the, the before topic. Mm-hmm. But I feel as though that like growth spiral, ruin crab lotus cobra mm. like this entire like combination of like a lot of these like smaller creatures with like landfall or like girl spiral also kind of gets like lumped into this top uh, lumped into this idea with the other two cards but i feel like we just haven't seen a lot of, like uh, mill also in general this is like a sub tangent but i also feel as though that mill has been like n- like revisit the mill cards once one's ever printed like we need to because I always feel as though that like Mill is just good. like barely underplayed. Like it's one more card from Broken. Mm. Yeah, has anyone has anyone done the math on how much Atasha's hideous laughter hits right now? This I also think it lot. could be also mm. not a lot. So sometimes we have uh, emergent ultimatums, and sometimes you have uh, monoid humans. <laughs> so it's mm. kind of awkward with Tasha's, but I I do feel as though that like Mill with slash landfall cards, like those ones that I've mentioned, should see a lot more play than they do mm. right now. Um, I got another card. I'm just going to jump in real quick. Uh, You know, Kevin was talking about how we are lacking pioneers in the format. And I think this card could see more play. Maybe if we had more, more uh, uh, planeswalkers and that's heart of Kieran. I I think it's four, four, it's massive. It can be activated with planeswalkers, which is great. Uh, And, you know, so it's good on blocking. It's good on attacking and, you know, yeah, you, you get fatal push. Now there's, there's removal for it, but, um, you know, other than black removal, uh, I, I think it's just it's a great beater. It's a fast beater. Uh, I, I think it deserves a chance. I think it deserves a shell and, and pioneer. All right. I'm ready to crush some dreams with this next one. Mm-hmm. I think uh, these cards are these cards are pretty underplayed, yeah, in my opinion. And I think they should be played more. I think it's Vampire Soren and Kalidus. I'm tying them together. I think both of those mm-hmm. cards. I think Kalidus is really good. Obviously, it's been a little bit outclassed by Shieldred because, like, Shieldred affects everyone a lot better than Kalidus ever did. But, like, Kalidus is still really powerful. It's still really good. Mm. And uh, the other one I mentioned. Oh, God. Why am I blanking on the one I mentioned? I'm blanking. Oh, yeah. The, the vampire. vampire the, the Soren card. The Soren. Vampires? Soren used to be, like, Sorin. a pillar of the format. Like, we used to see vampires, like, top eight stuff frequently. Now we don't. And I feel as though that, like, I feel like Vampires is just, like, always gets new cards. And I feel as though the shell already exists for the broken deck, but it just hasn't been put together. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I would have even said Kalatis is one of those cards that we could use for our previous topic that used to be good. That should mm, get another yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of blending those two, but I mean, like, I'm still talking. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, any other cards uh, on your list? Uh, no, nothing really for me. 
I got one or two more. I, I got two I, more. Okay, I love goblins. I'm gonna say goblin rebel Ooh. master. I know that it's just gonna get stomped. Um, it doesn't get fatal push though. I just remember this beat. I mean, this is boomer. You know, boomer pioneer, boomer magic. You know, player uh, talking, but. You know, it just felt so good playing with all the goblins and making this thing like a, I don't know, a five, six, you know, seven power creature. And then you have the uh, the the other goblin from, what's it called? Legion War Moss. Uh, I know what Ravnica, you mean. I think, Legion War Moss. Crash. You know, yeah. It's not, Legion War Moss. Warboss? No. No, I'm talking about the battalion oh, guy. The I thought you were talking that, about um, the other. Gives everybody trample. Oh, no, no, no. I thought you were talking about the other, trample and the other goblin rebel master. No, but but yeah, but I Goblin Rabble Master I think is still the best Goblin Rabble Master, you know. I think again, deserves another chance. Play this and play the the, the protection from blue, the pile driver and and play, you know, like all these other goblin guys and just You know what? You actually you actually stole my next one kind of cuz the card I was going to say is Goblin yeah. Chain Whirler. I feel as though that card hasn't seen a tier uh, 1 deck. Like maybe like the Torbrand deck was like pretty okay, but like I still feel mm-hmm. like that card just definitely needs to see more play. Yeah, it doesn't really kill any. Oh, Alanor Elves? Hello? Stats, They're dead? Yeah, true, true. Yeah, but it kills Alanor Elves, but there's only really one deck playing Alanor Elves, and I don't think uh, it's great against uh, that. Deck. I would argue there's two. I think, I think like, Gruel Vehicles is still, like, pretty prevalent. And, like, and... And okay, Angels yeah, has kind of moved towards playing Elves, like like some variants at least have, and I still think like it's probably fine there because like you end up hitting um, what's the Dork? Uh, Inspiring Overseer. That also gets hit. Not, mm. I, mean, I don't know if those two are exactly played in the same shell, but I mean like idea still stands. My, my, yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah, do you have anything else to ask you? Because I got a one final spicy uh, hot take. Goblin Chainwater was like. My bigger one. So, you know what? I'm ready to roast you about your spicy hot take. Actually, you know what? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, my other one was Unclaimed Territory slash Secluded Courtyard. Um, I feel like there should ooh, be a okay. tribal deck. Yeah, I feel like there should tribal. be in Pioneer. There should be. And it's elves, but elves yeah. suck. So, there should be a better one. <laughs> I mean, it, it would be it would be in a five-color deck, right, if you were going to use this. Because now I think the mana is good enough that whatever two-color deck you're going to play is probably fine. If you did three or four, you know, we don't have five color humans anymore. We did at the Give start. Give me Mantis kind of. Rider. I want to play Mantis Rider. Yeah. All right. So. I mean, we have Mantis Rider. Yeah, I know. I want to make my starter good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My final hot we'll take. Get rid of the um, red black deck. <laughs> yeah. My last card for today's topic, you know, underplayed, needs people to give it a chance. Possibility All right, I'm done. So this is a combo deck, you know, back in the day, you know, with all the adventure cards when they came out and, you know, you ended up drawing your whole deck and discarding all your lands to Borbogimos or, I mean, you needed to have like an XX creature, I think, in order to hit Borbogimos, but we don't have Ballista anymore. We do have, uh, we have a lot of stuff, you know, we have the uh, protection from, uh, what is it? The Stonecall Serpent we could cast. Uh, we have the... Uh, what's the other one? Hanger, Hangerback Walker we could cast. Anyways, the combo is still there. And what I like about this deck is that it messes up everybody else's combo. It's like they're trying to, you know, use this card. And, you know, for example, let's say Green's trying to use uh, their, um, you know, the festival card. Sword in the Festival. It's uh, Sword in the Festival. And, you know, it's going to hit, it's going to go through their deck until they hit another uh, sorcery. Um, and then play that instead. So I don't know. They Do only have, have the one sorcery. Oh, okay. I, I see. Think. 
Yeah, that's only one. Uh, but creatures wise, creatures as well. Hey, you want to play, you know, this, and you hit an elf instead of hitting yeah, like your, uh, you're sort of getting your cavalier into play or something like that. I just love the chaos that it brings to the meta. I think the funnier thing that you didn't mention was the planeswalker version, because like you could technically have like played a Karn and like had a Karn in play, and you're like, I want to mm-hmm. cast this Kiora, and then you just roll into another Karn, and like, well, then I got a legend roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I think. I- so that's my, that's my last. I'll one. tell you a quick thing because I I think possibility storm is kind of bad, but I mean like I'll I'll, I'll say this mm-hmm. at least. Um, I was at an F and M and it was round one and I was really excited because I just built the mono white deck from like last set or whatever, and I mm-hmm. sat down round one and I played against possibility storm, and I got <laughs> O2'd. I died quickly to possibility <laughs> storm, <laughs> and I can tell you that that is the last time I have thought about possibility storm, and that was the last time I even thought about that memory. So respectfully, you brought <laughs> up sorry. bad times, you monster, bringing you pain. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the shell of red green creatures with either boat or a dragon as their five drop is just been been a little bit more consistent. Yeah, I refuse to believe okay. that Essica's chariot is better than Possibility Storm. You monster. Huh. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I'm good to go, Kevin, if you want to yeah, wrap us out. up. Yeah, let's go ahead and wrap ourselves up. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this uh, kind of conceptual episode of we kind of just talked about Men- stuff. Mental um, magic. What you, guys yeah. are, <laughs> which is what you guys are here for is for us to talk about stuff. We also talk about stuff on Twitter at MDG Pioneer, which is the best place to go ahead and follow us and find a link to our Discord where you can get even more of our ravings. Hmm. Yep, and you guys can find me on Twitter as well at Yo Japan Hobbyist. Also, I'm always on the Discord. And Yo, Ashiok. it's your boy at Dreams of Ashiok on Twitter. We're almost at a thousand followers. You know, if you could hit the thousand, that'd be pretty epic. Um, hey, I'm starting. Uh, maybe I'm I don't know, you. but uh, I I'm also <laughs> starting a job pretty quick here. Um, I took a freelance writing job nice. for uh, a website Ooh. that will be named later on Twitter, and uh, nice. I'm starting nice. to write more pioneer articles. So if you want more pioneer content, <laughs> follow the Twitter. Nice. All right, that's going to bring us to the end of our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. We care all about you, our listeners, and we are the first Pioneer Podcast. We look forward to being your go-to source for Pioneer information online, and the first Pioneers are goading out.